Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. When you're an astronaut aboard the International Space Station, or ISS, every part of your daily routine automatically becomes interesting, whether it's going to the bathroom or watching TV. That same logic applies to one of humankind's oldest passions, music. Retired Canadian Space Agency, or CSA, astronaut and ISS veteran Chris Hadfield has said that when you break into song in the final frontier, it can sound a little bit nasal. He told Great Britain's Five News in a 2013 interview, it's a little weird because you're congested, your sinuses never drain properly. Not that he let that stop him. Hadfield caused a musical sensation in 2013 by covering David Bowie's Space Oddity on the ISS. Collaborating with his Earthbound son, Hadfield put together a music video filming the entire performance. The late Bowie himself described it as, quote, possibly the most poignant version of the song ever created. It even included instrumentation. Hadfield had an acoustic guitar at his disposal. The instrument had been a fixture on the space station since 2001 when NASA sent it there. To give you some context, the first ISS segment was launched into orbit on November 20th of 1998. And for almost as long as there's been an international space station, there have been astronauts playing music on board. But the historical precedent goes back way before that. Gemini astronauts Walter Schirra and Thomas Stafford played jingle bells in space on December 15th of 1965, using some bells and a harmonica that they had taken along for the trip. Musical instruments have, from the very beginning, served as ISS morale boosters as well. Before NASA's Carl Waltz made his debut on the station in 2001, he said it'd be nice to take a keyboard up there. He got his wish, but certain adjustments had to be made. Whenever Waltz played his keys, he kept himself grounded with foot restraints. Also, he'd wind a bungee cord around his legs to hold the instrument in place. A fellow ISS alum, Katie Coleman, arrived on the vessel for a 2011 mission with a penny whistle and three flutes in tow. One was temporarily lost when an alarm sounded, forcing Coleman to release the instrument mid-song. But don't worry, she had an easy time finding it later. Coleman told MIT in 2014, I very much like to play music with other people, and I didn't happen to get assigned to a crew where anybody else really played music. However, she got to join Jethro Tull's Ian Anderson for a Space Earth duet during the spring of 2011. Each musician played a segment of Bach's Bourree in E minor. Anderson recorded his performance in Russia. Coleman filmed hers in low Earth orbit. Footage from both was later combined and posted online. Besides the instruments we've already mentioned, ISS astronauts have made music with saxophones, bagpipes, and even a didgeridoo during their flights. Of course, safety is a top priority at NASA and aboard the International Space Station. Beneficial as they are from a mental health perspective, instruments can't be allowed to put a crew's well-being at risk. NASA Space Station Manager Mike Pedley said in a 2003 interview, We test some of them by putting a piece of the material into a closed chamber and heating it to as much as 120 degrees Fahrenheit or 49 degrees Celsius for three days. Such tests can reveal a lot about potential safety hazards. One component that has to be examined is the alcohol that instrument manufacturers often use as a cleaning solvent. 
Pedley noted, something like benzene is relatively toxic, and it would only take a small amount to make the hardware unacceptable. That's why the guitar Hatfield played was built with non-flammable material and lacked benzene altogether. Now, we're just guessing here, but since nobody likes floating debris in their workspace, Pete Townsend-style guitar smashing is probably a big no-no on the ISS. Save that stuff for Earth. Today's episode is based on the article, Astronauts Love to Rocket Out in Space, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Mark Mancini. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hold up. 